This is Renew on the Joy Podcast Network with your hosts, Rachel and Lee. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Renew with Rachel and Lee. We are so glad to have you here. We're excited to bring whatever God has in store for us to share with you. Just spending some time chatting together and seeing what God's doing in our lives. Yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. If you think, especially, I can't speak for Rachel, but for me, if you think I'm some wise person who spends like so much time in the Lord, you're wrong. I'm a sinner. I lean on God for so many things. And I just want to share what he's done with me, with all of you. Yeah. I mean, we're all just humans. Yes. Far from perfect, but we serve a perfect God, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Who is just full of not only love, but grace and mercy for all of our shortcomings. So our show is all about encouragement, you know, encouraging you from the week past, encouraging you towards a week coming. And we're, we always start off the show with something that made you smile. And so Rachel, how was your week? What was something that made you smile? And don't tell me snow. <laughs> no, uh, to be totally honest, I, I mean, of course, I was smiling when I looked out the window and just saw the beautiful picturesque. It's my favorite when there's tr- trees that are covered with snow and the sun and the blue skies like I for me I've gotten to the point in life where I really do enjoy the simple things Mm. and even colors like seriously a blue sky does it for me I love it I love it so much but I was going to say, to be totally honest, this week has been a blur. Like, I can't even believe that we're back here already. It just has gone by so fast. And isn't it funny how we can say, my word, that day or or, or that week went by so fast, Mm -hmm. that month went by so fast. But in the moments of those days and weeks, there was so much going on that Mm -hmm. you're like, I don't even know how I'm going to face tomorrow because it's a lot. I know that like, you know, my schedule or my calendar is so full. I, I'm going to need a couple energy drinks to get through that day. Um, but then you get through it. You get through it and it went by so fast. So that's kind of, I, I feel like my life has been such a blur that aside from, you know, the beautiful view from my windows, <laughs> I don't, I can't think of an individual thing that made me smile. Probably a few things that my kids said yeah, Mm-mm. probably. Girl, what about you? Th- this is that what you painted there was like survival for me. Four kids. Sometimes you just c- kind of go through life and you don't remember what went on, who had what, if everybody was fed or anything right. like that. Right. It's like, well, they're still alive, so they must be good. But yeah, sometimes like I and and you get there, and then all of a sudden your youngest your baby is like eight years old and you're like how did this happen Uh, you know did I miss something I know (laughs) Uh, I've heard um since becoming a parent I've heard this line a few times that the days are long but the years are short oh absolutely and that's so true um what made me smile this week well I was actually able to catch up with some friends and I know you have um mentioned in the past that that's what makes you smile just connecting makes me smile and gives me so much life yeah and then here I am it's like I don't have time for that like what <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> it's just like I'm so jealous that you get to like connect and it's just impromptu and all that I'm like I don't got that but it's I I need to make time and you, you know how when you bump into somebody you haven't seen for a while and you're like oh it's so good to talk to you mm-hmm. we gotta have coffee and catch up right and then you never do 
you made it happen this time? I, you know what I did? What? I actually wrote down a list of people I've said that to. It's like, I got to have coffee with them and I'm just going to make it happen. I love it. And I love that you just said that you wrote it down because something that I did do this week was I put pen to paper. Mm. Now I didn't do it every day. I wish I did. Mm. I, I feel so much better when I can take the time and do that. But I also sat down and put pen to paper and wrote a few things out. Like I, I spent some time in the word and kind of did some journaling that way. But Mm -hmm. then I also did it for just like, um, simple goals oh, yeah, yeah. to get some stuff done around the house or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then as I went throughout the week, I found myself thinking of those lines like pen to paper, pen to paper. Um, I feel like there's so much power in that. I really do. And I think I already said that like maybe last week or a couple weeks ago. Um, so I love that you wrote down who you wanted to meet up with. I, I feel accomplished because it's something that you want to do. But if it's something, I, I feel like it's also accountability. If you write it down, if it's not done, yes. then you're accountable to that. And yes. it's as accountable as you want to make it for yourself. Right. But it's it just is a reminder. Hey, you know what? You said this to this person, but have you really made it happen? And I don't want to be one of those like, oh, let's, you know, talk again and then never do. Like it's, I, I want to be genuine when I say those things. Yes. Yeah. So just intentionally making time for that and actually following through. And it just, it felt so, so good. Well, listen, I am so glad that we made it. We're here. Mm -hmm. Despite how crazy life can be, we're here. And we can focus on our conversation. So let's see where that leads. So Rachel, I'm always uh, wondering sometimes, like, what do I have to bring to radio? What am I going to be doing um, mm-hmm. on the show? What am I talking to? What is God doing in my life? And sometimes I don't get that until like the morning before <laughs> or the night before. Girl, I am yeah. with you. And here's the thing, like Monday morning could come or Monday night. I, I know I say Monday morning, your devotional time or your time yeah. in the word, prayer time, whatever time with God. It does not have to be in the morning, but I seem to have some time most days to start it in the morning. And I love that, but I could do something on Monday and think, Oh, that is so good. I'm, I'm going to yeah, share yeah. that yeah. with the crew at Renew. Um, and then Thursday comes and I'm like, Oh my word, what am I, what are we even going to talk about tomorrow? What are we going to talk about? But God always provides. And you know what? I find our conversations it's evident that God always shows up because mm-hmm. it just happens so easily, yeah. easily right? Naturally. Once we're here. Well, and and most people don't know, but you and I pray before the show and we ask God to give us the words to yes. say and, you know, what message we want mm-hmm. for our audience to hear and whatnot. So uh, sometimes it's just that impromptu, but... I I think it was yesterday. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but I ran into one of my old posts on social media and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so good. And I didn't mean to actually talk about this, but then I did a devotion and I was like, that totally ties in. (laughs) To me, it's like, I think God wants me to talk about this. Good. So um, the post that it says, okay, people say she doesn't act like a Christian. (laughs) God says, I'm not looking for actors. I look at her heart. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So let that sink in. And I was like, you know what? 
That is so true. Because how many times do we go to church and then we come out of church and we see, oh, that person's smoking and oh, that person's doing this and oh, look at that person. Like, honestly, people, you yeah. <laughs> it just it bothers me. Oh my goodness, it bothers me because you are judging them. Right. And how do you know what their heart is like? Oh, and I mean, to be totally honest, there have been so many conversations in my lifetime mm-hmm. where I'm like, listen, I know I'm not to judge and I don't want to be judging, but da, 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 yeah, da, right. And it's like, we, we just have this thing about us that, and it might just come from a place of irritation mm-hmm. where you're like, I just, I got to get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, do you we, find we do it? I think we. I don't think anyone does not judge in their whole lifetime, and it's not intentional. And no, it's just it's not. It's, people have opinions, right. and you know that kind of comes out in your thoughts. And it's not like you're doing it to be mean, and or you're doing hear it to my heart. Even mm. though I'm saying that, I'm not condoning it. I'm not right, saying right. like embrace your humanity yeah. and like <laughs> let's get together for tea and spill all of it. Like yeah. no, I'm not saying. That I'm but it's just, just saying, so easy to have yes, it done. It happens. Yeah. So Lord, and, forgive us. Have your way. Help us do better. <laughs> and I just, I just think that maybe, and and sometimes when I'm having these thoughts, it's like, am I putting or trying to put myself above that person just to make myself feel better because I have insecurities? Right. That could be it. Like, oh, I'm better than the, I, what they're doing. Kind I of thing, will right? say, I think you're onto something there, not just for yourself, mm-hmm. but I think. Um, when we start talking that way, if we were to pause and examine our hearts Mm -hmm. and our minds and kind of try our best to be present with where we're at, Mm -hmm. you might realize that, yeah, you're unhappy with some things. And so you're deflecting. You're like, I'm not going to worry about that right now. And if I focus on that person's problem or what that person needs to get right and needs to work on, it's that many more minutes that I'm not thinking about my own discontentment and the stuff that I need to work on. Right. Well, there's like, there's some really harsh judgments out there because for example, I overheard somebody say um, when someone's getting baptized or heard that, you know, they were getting baptized and then they're like, Oh, well, I don't know how genuine that is because look at how they are, you know, how they live. And I'm like thinking to myself, Oh my goodness. How do you know? How do you know if that person isn't truly saved in his heart that he believes in Jesus, that Jesus was his savior and you know, that he cannot go to heaven without his savior, that he believes that he wants to profess this out in public. How can you say that? I don't know if that's genuine. Like, that's mm. not for you to judge. Right. You know, that God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. Yeah. So anyways, that just kind of bothered me. And I had another friend. She She's driving down um, the, I think it was the Westmoreland Bridge or something. And she saw somebody flick a cigarette out the window. She's like, oh my goodness, that's just so dirty. How, how can somebody do that while she's like scarfing down fries in the... <laughs> Right. You know, it's like gluttony versus, but, and, and it brought to her a verse that she was saying, um, this is in Matthew three, uh, verse four, no, Matthew, oh geez, Matthew seven, verse three to five. It says, why do you see the splinter that's in your brother's or sister's eye, but don't notice the log in your own eye? Mm-hmm. Like you keep looking at other people and judging them for all the bad stuff that they did. Are you perfect to do that? 
Mm. No. Well, I already said I'm not perfect. Yeah. Not perfect focus, focus on your own little things that you need to improve mm-hmm. before you condemn others. And I mean, another saying that I heard, Jesus didn't come down to condemn the world. So why should you? Amen. So it's just kind of neat to um, talk about how other people view you and and whether or not you're saved by the way you're acting or or whatnot. And my devotion that I was going into was talking about in John three one to three, and it was um, in our in my Bible app here. The uh, the devotional. It's a 49 day devotional, actually. I know. Okay, girl. I, I know. I'm I'm into this. Okay. And it's it's called Encountering Jesus. I think I saw and, that one come up. I was looking yeah. for a new a new plan the other day uh, in hopes to find something that would kind of like prick yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds good that we can chat about on air. Yeah, right? well, you I don't know, maybe you wanna start encountering Jesus. I just started it yesterday <laughs> and it kind of and went with um, the the social media post that I saw here, and it talks about when Jesus met Nicodemus. Okay, Nicodemus had all these questions for him, and Nicodemus was a Pharisee, and he was like pretty high up Pharisee, mm-hmm. and he did everything according to the law, and uh, yeah. So, anyways, he was intrigued by Jesus and his teachings and all that, and he went and saw Jesus, and as a Pharisee back then, there these. When you think of a Pharisee, they're righteous. Um, surely they have their way to heaven because they uphold the laws and all this stuff. But Jesus said to him, no, that's not how you get to heaven. Right. Right. You're a sinner. You need to be born again. You need to repent mm-hmm. and and just forget the ways of the earth to get to heaven. And And he was the one there to bring them. Right. Jesus was the way and he needed to be born again. So... What I'm getting at is it just this passage just reminds us that our character, our good deeds, our titles, our accomplishments, they're important aspects of life, but they're insufficient when it comes to the eternal matters of salvation. Mm -hmm. So to get to heaven, it's not about acting in a certain way. Right. Just because you smoke doesn't mean you're not going to get to heaven. You know what I mean? It's an right. it's an earthly broken world addiction that happens. Right. Right. Just because you're a certain way, if you're like a glutton like I am, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean you're not going to get to heaven. It's not right. about what you do or how you're perceived. Mm-hmm. That doesn't get us to heaven. What does Jesus tell us? Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you're bringing this up because... I read a couple verses and unfortunately I don't have them right here in front of me. I didn't bring my kind of devotional books and journals, Mm -hmm. but it seemed like I read a few verses this week. And I think my son's memory verse actually was even talking about how, you know, it's not about our righteousness. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not getting, doing all the things right. 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 It's not about anything that we do. It's not on our merit. But God, in his love for us, made a better way, mm-hmm. right? It's actually so simple. We complicate things by, oh, we need to do this. And it's not to say that that's not right to do. You know, you do want to live in a way that God intended us to live. right? But don't do it just for thinking that you're going to go to heaven. It's right. so simple. It is a simple gift from God. Friends, I hope even... 
in these last few words that it's lifting a weight off your shoulder, mm-hmm. right? All these things that you think you need to get right. Yeah. Like salvation. It's okay to mess up. Absolutely. Because yeah. we're sinners. Yeah. And we can't do there without a savior. Mm-hmm. We're sinning. We're doing bad things. We need somebody to save yeah. us from that. And salvation is not a reward for good character, but it's a gift of God's grace. Remember that. It is simple to get mm-hmm. to heaven. It is God's grace and for you to accept mm-hmm. that. And that's what God looks at in your heart. Right. So there was a verse that Yes, you gave me a verse. Um, It comes from Matthew chapter 19. The verse itself is verse 24, but I would say to anyone who wants to dig in and spend some time in scripture, um, there's a lot of verses around it that you should read that go along with it, that make it make a lot of sense. So verse 24 is that one that says, again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, again, if you're going to read around it, you know that the content, it's not necessarily about having money and not having Mm -hmm. money. Um, Going into this, it's this person who thinks he has everything needed. He's got all the boxes checked, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So he's asking Jesus, well, what deed must I do to have eternal life? Yeah. You know, he's he's just learning about heaven. And Jesus is saying, like, well, y- you think because um, it says, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And then he says, all these I have kept. Like I've done yeah, all this, yeah. okay? So what more can I do? Yeah. yeah, and so Jesus is saying that like Jesus is basically saying it's not simple in the eyes of man because we mm. have we've kind of been trained and it's so funny because I'm someone who's been raised by wonderful parents who love the Lord, right? Mm. Like I'm not new to this whole Right. Jesus following right. thing, right? Um, but even though I was raised by people who know these verses, who know them well, and who have instilled them mm-hmm. in our home, um, we're still shaped to get up and put in the work and do the right mm. things. And yes, check some of those boxes. But even though we know that we need to put in the work, it's like salvation and heaven. It's not simple in the ways of the world. Yes. So he's trying to tell us that. Like, it's hard. Like, technically, heaven is um, impossible. He says right here, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But guess what? With God, all things are possible. I feel like you've probably seen that written on a journal oh, or yeah. on a sign in a house. That comes from Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. See, that's why I'm saying it's it's worth your while to hang out there for a bit. Yeah. But God makes a way. He loves us so much that he makes a way. And with him, all things are possible. Well, getting back to the story of Nicodemus, it says, just as Nicodemus could not rely solely on his character, we too must recognize that our own righteousness and achievements are insufficient to save us from the spiritual darkness that surrounds us. So just to remind you that Nicodemus had a quest for truth and he was asking Jesus all of these things and what would save him. And he 
to to recognize that our character, no matter how commendable, is insufficient to bridge the gap between our fallen nature and God's holiness. It takes Jesus to bridge that gap. Well, friends, as usual, we're talking about all the things. We're just like a big casserole dish <laughs> of all all topics, right? We're talking about heaven and salvation and the fact that we don't have to be perfect. It's not our righteousness. We don't have to act. That gets it. Yeah. And I love yeah. that. Do you remember that right off? I, God doesn't care about actors he, he cares, cares about, about the, the heart. heart so you know I, it's funny because i feel like the more we talk we're giving permission for people to like go out and like, do whatever they do want, whatever they want. No. that is not no, what no. we're saying that is not what we're saying but um i'm loving this conversation and i'm going to continue on and i think this lines up with the fact that it's okay if um you know you're not getting all the things right that you really hope to. Mm-hmm. Um, I too spent some time on the Bible app looking for a plan this week, kind of just to maybe meet me where I'm at, but renew my focus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a new year. I feel like I was a little bit later starting 2024. And I say that in the sense of like, people usually start a new year with not necessarily resolutions and goals, but they have maybe renewed energy. Yeah. Right. Like, renewed like a, focus, a whatever. spirit of freshness kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But that first week, and I already shared that on the show last week, but that first week of this year, I was down and out and I had no energy mm. and I was in bed and I just, Oh, I felt like life was passing me by and I just could not get up and participate, right? But this this week is even better than last week. Thank the good Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot more energy and I wouldn't say I've got a lot more focus, but I'm at the point where I want it. Okay. <laughs> I want it and I'm searching for it. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? And it doesn't matter the timing. It's never too late. Yes. And one thing that I'm starting with is acknowledging the fact that I get overwhelmed very easily. Mm-hmm. So I typed that in the subject line. Okay. Um, looking for a Bible study. And I came across this one called Mindful. So mind, oh. our mind, and then full, F-U-L-L. Two words. It's by a girl named Amber Morrison. And I I thought the, the first devotional did meet me right where I'm at. So I'm going to share it with you, friends. Warren Buffett reported once in an interview that he spent 80% of his career thinking... Do you guys do that? Do you think a lot? No, I talk a lot. You do talk a lot. (laughs) I do talk a lot. People who know me, I think they, yeah, I talk a lot too, friend. (laughs) Yeah. Buffett is coined as one of the most successful investors in the world. Like Buffett, many of us spend years thinking of plans, learning strategies, and goal setting in hopes to reach our idea of success, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We find ourselves thinking more about how things will work out than believing that they will. And I I read those words and I didn't read them from like a business perspective, right? right. So Warren Buffett is a guy who would be well known in business industries, accomplished a lot. But 
friends, even with my housework, (laughs) even with sending my kids off into the world, do you know the thoughts that I have? Mm -hmm. I have a lot. Mm -hmm. I have a lot. So I do spend a lot of time thinking. And when I read those words that we find ourselves thinking about things and how how they're going to work out. Like, I feel like I spend more time thinking about the things than the amount of time it takes to make the thing do, like, happen. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's, like, a, a control thing or do you think it's um, a mm-hmm. trust thing? Like, you don't trust think- that things are going to work out the way that they should work out? <sighs> I don't even know, Leah. Yeah. I do think it's a bit of both. Yeah. So... It continues on and says, many of us are literally overthinking our way right into depression. Oh, absolutely. Anxiety and a decline in our mental health. I've been there. Yeah. I really have. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be you. You could think of someone else like my kids right now. They're going through just um, a change from being my kids to their own adulthood. Mm -hmm. And all those worries, like, are they ready to move out? Do they know what to do? Do they have a life experience? We are going back to that. Okay. Okay. So don't let me forget. Like, just put your finger up or something. We're going to go back to that. Um, Okay. So the pressure of success has exceeded keeping up with the Joneses. We've Mm. used that phrase for years, but I feel like we're at a whole new level. As we now find ourselves living in constant comparison, right? With the billions of people that are using social media. You may feel that, you know, like I've given up that. I, I don't compare, but I believe that unconsciously we're all doing it at some point, right? I often imagine that God is watching us, wondering why we choose to believe what we see rather than what he says. I love that. Mm. I wonder how many times he clears our mind of clutter and we habitually fill it right back up with thoughts that hold us hostage year after year after year. I read those words and it like registered. Uh, I. So relatable. It's, I can say I've been there. What what the word that got me was habitual. Like yeah. you can try to change it, but then it just kind of comes back. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yes, and I think a lot of us do that. We'll have prayer time, and we're surrendering our will, our life, or we're asking God to show up and do something. But then you walk away five minutes later, five hours later, and you're doing the thing because you're like, well, I don't. Can't wait. I know I said five hours ago that I trust God's timing. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to just get a head start on it. It reminds me <laughs> of the story of like the child with a broken wheel on his truck, giving it to the father to fix it. But then after a while, just watching the father is like, no, 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 I can do it faster. So give it back to me. It's That's like right. you're giving your your trust to God, but then taking it back. Right. Yeah. Well, friends, are any of you relating with me or is it just me, the one that overthinks the things? Oh, no. I'm an overthinker, but I kind of talk it through while I'm overthinking. Well, I want to repeat what I just said. I wonder how many times God clears our mind of clutter and we habitually fill it right back up Mm. with our thoughts that hold us hostage. Today, we are exposing those thoughts because exposure invites God and drives the enemy out. Make this the decision today to free your mind of all the things contrary to the word of God. That means what scripture says 
that's true. Right. What you say and what you see when you look in the mirror sometimes and you're not talking so kind to yourself or maybe to those around you, that's not true. What I constantly be, is re, what I'm reminded of is that the enemy has these whispers mm-hmm. and it's whispering. And if it's contradicting scripture, right, that's coming from him. Right. And earlier in the show, I mentioned that I kept kind of like hearing these words or seeing these words. <laughs> Do you ever f- feel funny saying that? You're like, no, I I've see been, words I've been too. hearing these words. I've been hearing these words, even though it's just me driving in my car and it's not even the radio that's seen it. But these words have been on my mind. I guess that's mm. what I should say is okay. these words have been on my mind, pen to paper, pen to paper. And I got down and I started my work, my week with mm. pen to paper, did it a little midway through. Well, I kid you not, like this devotional that I, or Bible study, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I just did this yesterday morning and guess what it says for the reflection, write down, write down the thoughts, worries, or fears that replay in your mind daily. Mm. So again, I think there's a whole lot of power when you put the pen to paper, just get it all out. I mean, you can throw it in a fire after it's no big deal. It's like, but just get it out. Well, that's why sometimes when people say, you know, write it down and then crumple it up and throw it away. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just something physical as a physical reminder. And I know that there are lies in my head, but when I actually wrote down the lies I'm telling myself, I actually, it became more real and reflecting on it because sometimes it's um, subconsciously. Right. You know that those are in your head. It's in your subconscious. But when you're writing it down, it's just like, it just kind of pops out. It's like, oh, I, I really do think those things and I need to stop. Right. Yeah. Now, I did another devotional um, and it wasn't like, it's not the same thing as the one that we just read. Right. But there was a verse with the other one and I gave it to you. Do you still have it yes, on hand? Yes, I you do. So that was John 16, verse 33. It's the last verse of this chapter. It says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to read that even though, I mean, I can read the scripture that went with that study that I just mm-hmm. did, but <clears throat> I just find... When life gets busy, sometimes it doesn't even have to be busy. But when you find yourself overwhelmed, the thing that I want so much in those moments is peace. Yeah. And so when I came up with this other study, it's actually called um, You. Is it You, Me, and God? Or Me and God? It's called Me and God, Not Me Alone. Mm. And girl, this is a five day devotional. How <laughs> 49 years is 49. 49. But Listen, you know what? I'm I have, in the long haul right now. <laughs> I have friends that are doing like the 350 day ones. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, when I started reading this one and I read that first, I thought like, you know what? That one too is just, it's a verse that I could keep at the forefront of my yeah. journal or keep at the forefront of even just my office desk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can have peace. God came 
to give us that? You you mentioned earlier that you get overwhelmed really easily. Mm-hmm. So I can see how this verse like just reminds you just take out those thoughts and be at peace. Yes. And just inadvertently kind of like do not be overwhelmed mm-hmm. because God can overcome anything. Yeah. Actually, I can share a little bit of this devotional. Um, it's called Choosing Faith Over Fear. But your fears can drive you to a deeper faith if you're willing to give up control. Mm. When you make that choice, God will meet you in your need. You can rejoice in knowing you are not facing anything alone, but instead with a good father who will carry you if you only ask. That is such a great reminder like for fear. Mm -hmm. You know, just... Oh, yeah. And not just fear, right? Like it it doesn't have to be fear for you to ask God to help you. Yeah, yeah, it's right? true. Yeah. I mean, going back, we were just talking about salvation in heaven. I mean, ultimately, we're asking God to help us. Mm-hmm. Not even to, like, just give it all to God. <laughs> well, and, and this is the thing, as I was driving to the station, actually, I was just thinking to myself, like, and it's not out of fear either, but... What I want from God is his wisdom. Mm-hmm. Because if I take the wisdom from earth here, that's not the wisdom that I want. I want the wisdom that, like heavenly wisdom, is so much better than earthly wisdom. Mm. Because it's coming from my father and he knows, you know, and, and he can tell me how to get through this life, through all of the hard right. things that can happen. I just, I just want his wisdom. And in order to have his wisdom to do his will. Right. And maybe instead of overthinking, like just snap that right out of. Yeah. And just say, God, I don't want to overthink. Yeah. Like, just give me your wisdom. Yeah. But again, it's easier said than done. It's easier said, and because you have to I've wait. I've done that. I have done that. I've laid it down. I've said the prayer. It sounded so good, <laughs> so good coming out of my mind and my my mouth. But then when you like say Amen, you're like, okay, did it happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Am I wiser now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But Scripture is a powerful thing. Yes. And Hebrews eleven verse one says, "Now faith is being sure of what we hope for." being convinced of what we do not see Mm -hmm. just pray those words over your life right and then i love this philippians 4 6 i love that it shared it because this also is a part of scripture that's been coming up a lot recently Mm. um yeah different studies just i i don't know i just find myself hearing these verses too philippians 4 6 a lot of you know this do not be anxious about anything instead in every situation through prayer and petition with thanksgiving tell your requests to god and the peace of god that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in christ jesus now i have had that happen where you pray and then all of a sudden the peace washes over Mm -hmm. you like, you know, go to him with your burdens and he will give you peace. Yeah. And if you want to overthink, if you want to <laughs> overthink, then let's go to verse eight. Uh, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of respect, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If something is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Well, since we were talking a little bit about how I get overwhelmed so easily today, I thought I would leave you with one of Susie Larson's daily blessings because 
it starts off right on point. May God himself overwhelm you with his goodness and his grace. May he open doors no man can close. May your steps be so ordered by the Lord that you're always in the right place at the right time. May the Holy Spirit's power compel you to live by faith, take significant risks, and believe for great things. May that same Holy Spirit constrain you to trust God's timing, to obey him where it doesn't suit you, and to refuse to take matters into your own hands. May you abound in love more and more. May you increase daily in all wisdom, knowledge, and depth of insight. May you understand the times and know what to do. May you profoundly discern God's will and his ways. May you bear the abundant fruit that comes from the abiding life. May your God-given dreams come true, and may you have the faith and the discipline to steward them. You are an overcomer because Jesus overcame. Now nothing is impossible with God. So may you last long and finish strong. Friends, did that just not cover everything that we covered in today's conversation? I love the fact that we can be overwhelmed in a good way. I hope that you and I both are overwhelmed today with God's goodness and God's grace. And I love that um, we talked a little bit about taking matters into our own hands. And I know that Lee chatted a little bit about um, wisdom and God's wisdom. So see, it covered it all. And I'm going to leave you with Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Friends, let that be our prayer today, that we will be reminded that God's got it all in control and not only that he has plans for you, but he's a faithful God. He's proven that time and time again. It will come to pass. God is working for the good. So may you be filled with hope, peace, love, and just be reminded of God's kindness and goodness and grace in your life. Friends, thank you so much for spending some time. I know that like time is so precious. So the fact that you have spent some of yours with us, it means the world. If you've enjoyed your time uh, listening to Renew, why don't you share it with a friend? That is the best thing you could do for us. It's, it's being kind to us and sharing is caring, right? Show us that you care. Friends, have a great week, a blessed week. We can't wait to do this again. You are listening to Renew with Rachel and Lee. Subscribe to Renew. And for more podcasts on the Joy Podcast Network, please head to joyfm.ca.